What's going on? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com talking to you today about how to expand your income by expanding your comfort zone. This is one of the most important lessons in business. And next to your health, wealth should be your second most important priority in terms of time and energy spent because money either solves or greatly improves every problem in your life from better health care to better dating prospects to financial security to being able to take care of your family. There's not one problem in life that money doesn't help solve or solve completely. You might not like it. You might not like the way the world works, but that is how it works. Okay. Unfortunately, getting wealthy isn't easy. Otherwise, everyone would be wealthy. Uh, you have to be extraordinary or extraordinary to get paid, meaning you need to do things that ordinary people don't do. Things like making 200 cold calls a day to strangers, asking for money, getting comfortable having uncomfortable conversations, or like I did working in a call center making 400 cold calls a day. You don't have to be the smartest guy in the world or even in the room, but you can get to the top 1% in wealth by doing what other people won't. Top 1% in America is about $100,000 a year. Sales is scary, it's uncomfortable for most people, and maybe it is for you. Nobody got into sales because they wanted to be in it. I certainly didn't. I got into sales because I was an equities trader and those skills weren't transferable. And it was the only way that I saw as a guy with a bunch of untransferable skills and being a college dropout for me to make six figures at that time because I didn't know how to start a business. If you want to know how to start a business, check out my article and video on how to start a service business. But I didn't have all that technology. I didn't have, you know, in those days the internet wasn't good in terms of the valuable content that's available today for free on websites and on YouTube. So my option was selling my way into a sales job because that was the only way I saw to make six figures once I wasn't able to make money in trading anymore. And I'll tell you, it was a rough adjustment from having made $100,000 in a month and trading to making $100,000 a year and something I absolutely hated, which was selling people. And sales is uncomfortable. No one, it's scary at first. Uh, no one, almost no one gets into sales because they wanted to. You can listen to Grant Cardone, the top sales trainer in the world, and he'll tell you that he hates sales. Okay, because he's honest. Um, but but here's the deal. That's where your advantage lies, being willing to do what other people won't do. If you have a Mark Zuckerberg or a Bill Gates IQ and you have wealthy families that will invest in your tech startup and you can tap your network of Harvard alumni to invest with you and tap their wealthy parents, hey, man, you don't have to go out and pitch people. Okay. But if you don't have all that, you know, I don't recommend a product-based business or reinventing the wheel for your first business. I don't recommend a tech startup. I recommend a service-based business with high margins, um, high ticket sales, if possible, and going out there and selling people. Okay. That's your advantage, being willing to do what other people won't do. When you have balls and work ethic and you throw all your energy into that high margin service business, whether it's real estate or insurance or coaching, um, you're going to succeed because you have to expand your in your comfort zone to expand your income. If you stay in your comfort zone, you're going to end up with 
the same income ordinary people have because you're not doing extraordinary things. You're doing ordinary things. Okay. Ordinary things working a job for $50,000 a year and going in and just doing what you're told. Instead, to do things that make you uncomfortable, like pitching people 100, 100 people a day on your personal training business in the supermarket, in Starbucks, in other gyms, uh, on the street, in the upmarket Whole Foods and, and um, wealthy areas near where um, the corporate people are getting out for lunch. Okay, when you have the balls to do that, you have the superpower of sales and you are comfortable in uncomfortable conversations. The person you're pitching might be uncomfortable, but you're able to get comfortable in that situation. That's a superpower. Okay. And then once you can sell, you can make six figures in any service business period and be on your way to seven. Um, a client of mine, a coaching client of mine was taking over his parents cleaning business whilst he was, uh, still working a government job. Um, in their 20 years in operation, they had never made an outbound sale. It took me three months of pushing and sometimes kicking to get him out there pitching people in person. Okay, cleaning business is, an, is a fantastic business because everyone's a potential target. And usually once a person gets a cleaner for the first time, they're hooked on it. They don't want to go back to scrubbing their toilets on a Sunday. And it took me three months of pushing him and sales training and getting the pitches down and tweaking all the um, objections and giving him the five to seven creative closes, okay? Because on average, it takes five to seven closes to get someone to invest with you. And so we got him out there in the Starbucks, in the upscale mall, pitching people as they got off from work, pitching people at, at his job, um, going door to door in wealthy neighborhoods, okay? All that stuff that you don't want to do. All that stuff where they write books about how to make money without going door to door, how to make money without outbound sales, okay? All that stuff that most people are unwilling to do that they're looking for any way to work around. They're trying to spend money on online advertising, but they don't have the money because it costs $5,000, $10,000 a month, all right? When you're willing to do that, changes the entire game, okay? And not just pitching people, we had him doing five to seven closes okay so where they're saying no or they're trying to dodge it um you're coming back with different answers you're coming back with rebuttals for money you're coming back with rebuttals for i don't have the time or my wife does that um and that was extremely uncomfortable for him for the first week he only pitched 10 people and then 25 and then 50 and then 100 and in three months he added 33 percent to his company's revenue stream pitching part-time while working a job okay his company had been operation for 20 years he was preparing to take it over. While working a job, pitching part-time for three months only, he added 33% to the revenue of that company that had been in operation for 20 years. That's the power of this stuff. He was afraid, he was uncomfortable, but he did it anyway. And a lot of times he was demotivated, he did it anyway. Because dedication is the key, not motivation. It's not getting, if you have motivation, that's great. But that's a luxury, that's a bonus, okay? You can have motivation when you start a business. When you get deep into it, you're gonna get demotivated sometimes. You know what, doesn't matter. You're still doing your 100 cold calls a day. That's dedication, that's gonna get you across the line. Might take you three years. Feels like Groundhog Day. You're doing the same thing every day. You know, you know, slowly just grinding out, getting more clients, all right? But that's what it takes. That's what most people won't do. And eventually he got comfortable pitching people 
just like I did working in corporate sales, and it became second nature to pitch. So we got his close rate to one for 25 on the low end and one for 10 on the high end in person and one for 100 calling the phone book. Yes, the phone book. Okay, you heard it right. In 2019, still calling the phone book works for B2C. Okay, cold calling. When I started, I don't know, 2006 or 2007, they were telling me it's going to be phased out by the internet. 2019, my buddies back in Toronto are still working the same job, still doing their 100 calls a day. Okay, um, especially for B2B, I see at least for the next decade, cold calling is still going to be feasible because in B2B, um, people working at their business, they're still answering their phones. Okay, will you be able to pitch the phone book 10 years from now? I don't know. But I know that if you have a cleaning business, you can pitch the phone book and you can go one for a hundred on it. So this is the power of expanding your, your comfort zone, okay? Each of these deals netted him $150. His profit on it was about a hundred minus the $50 he paid to the maid. And a hundred percent of his closes became recurring revenue. Turns out the cleaning business is fantastic for client retention because most of the clients hadn't had a cleaner before. You do a great job. They feel comfortable having your staff around. Um, none of your stuff's getting stolen. And all of a sudden, you go from having to clean your toilets on a Sunday to having that done for you, and you're like, whatever. I'll spend the extra $300 a month to get this done twice a month to never have to do that. So it gets people hooked, and it becomes a need, and they have no reason to leave. So the average client would stay five years, okay? So... My man was pitching people, you know, he'd be able to pitch one for 10 to one to 25 people an hour, get a $150 deal and have that deal become either weekly or bi-weekly for at least the next five years. Excellent business, by the way, not sexy, not what a lot of people want to do, but that's the key. All right. Being willing to do what other people are unwilling to do. Okay. So if you think you're doing everything right in your business, but you're still struggling, it's because you're not willing to expand your comfort zone and go out and get money. And if you think you're giving 110%, it's like the Navy SEALs say, if you think you're giving 100%, you're giving about 40%, all right? 100% is about 600 to 700 cold calls a day. I'm not telling you to do that, okay? But I'm saying, you gotta, if, you, if you're B2B and your deal is, is making cold calls, 50 calls a day minimum if that's your full-time job. And that's not close to 100%, okay? My, my metric when I was working in sales was 100 calls a day. But that was with maintaining current clients, going to client meetings, um, doing a couple hours of leads a day, as well as um, updating the CRM and keeping that really organized. So you can bang out 100 cold calls, and, you know, good ones, and maybe you know, two and a half hours. All right. That's it. Um, the rest of the day you can do CRM stuff and leads and, um, you know, focusing on, on the day-to-day -day aspects of your business. So if you're still struggling, it's because you're not willing to expand your comfort zone. If you have a B2C business where nearly everyone is a potential client, like for example, a, a cleaning business, B2C means business to consumer. You have 14 hours a day to pitch people on the street and in the phone book. Okay. If you have a B2B business, you have um, 10 hours, five days a week to be pitching, okay? Because decision makers are in the office from at least 8 a.m. till 6 p.m., if not later. And a lot of the time, your best pitches are going to be from 8 till 9, 
and from 5 p.m. till 6 p.m. where the secretary is not in there because she's going to go home on the dot of 5 o'clock uh, blocking you from getting hold of the decision maker. And the rest of your time you can be in your leads, okay? If, it's, if you're real scared, I mean, this is stuff you can level up to, right? But you at least got to be going out there and doing something every day. Um, if you're B2B, if you're, or if you're B2C, if you're, if you're B2B, you've got to at least be doing something um, five days a week and at least know how much effort you're getting so you're not lying to yourself. That's the big thing, okay? You are not tapped out at 40 calls a day. You are not tapped you, you, or, or telling yourself some kind of BS like, oh, sales isn't for me. I can't go out and pitch people. Um, that's not my style. It's no one's style. No one wants to do it. No one wants to get in sales, okay? But it's what you do if you want to be able to succeed in building a business. And this is because chances are you don't have the money to pay for the online advertising. If you have 10 grand a month surplus cash coming off your business to pay for online advertising, great. You may never have to make a cold call. Um, I envy you, all right? This is, you know, it, it, but it doesn't, usually get easy until you get tough. Okay. Once you've got tough, once you've put three years in, once you've built up this business with your bare hands, only then can you hire people to sell for you and spend your surplus profit on marketing. You have to go through discomfort to get there. I haven't made a cold call in maybe four years because I don't have to. I built an inbound marketing machine. Okay. Where, where people pay me um, because of all the value I added and, you know, reaching over 10 million people. I did that on purpose. I did that to get off the phones. I did that so I didn't have to go out and hustle and cold call every day. But I paid my dues to be able to do that. And I saved all my money and I came to Thailand, reinvested in the business. Maybe in the future, I'll get guys pitching my coaching for me. But those days are over for me. Okay, I've got a marketing business too. I've got my guys cold calling on there. Um, they're paying their dues. They're building up our business. Eventually, that business will probably be able to run solely on online marketing or on guys that we hire to do 50 cold calls a day for us. Okay, my life is much, much, much easier than it was 10 years from now. Ironic thing is I needed it to be easier 10 years, 10 years ago, sorry, because I wasn't nearly as tough as I am now. Okay, so it's like the universe gives you a lot of stuff once you're already tough once you've saved money, once things are already going well, it gives more, more to you. But when you're really struggling, you know, you have to put in more effort to get out of that homeostasis and, and get that snowball building up so that eventually, you know, you're pushing it up a mountain, you're going, you know, across the top of the mountain on neutral territory, and then you're pushing it downhill. And all you have to do is just run behind it and make sure it doesn't fall off the track. Uh, that's the power of momentum, but you have to get tough and you have to push through discomfort to get there. So this is why Dan Pena will tell you that the number one characteristic of a successful entrepreneur is the ability to endure pain for long periods of time. And I would 1000% agree on that. But don't let it get you down, okay? At the end of the day, you're just talking to people. Remember, there's guys growing up in war zones right now. There's guys fighting in Afghanistan for $50,000 a year trying to get not to get their head blown off. Um, there's guys working, you know, a billion people 12 hours a day in some factory for pennies being treated like garbage or living with terrible diseases. 
Okay, you can handle talking to people and offering value. You will get comfortable with it. Okay, you just have to go out and do it. So in summary, if you want to win in business, get out there, get uncomfortable, feel the fear, but do it anyway. And go get comfortable being uncomfortable. Your reward will be success and the most important skill in business, the ability to sell. And I hope you found that useful. Let me know what you think. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to ring the bell to get a notification. And if you want help in expanding your income, check me out, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash coaching or pick up my book, How to Sell, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash products. And I will teach you everything you need to know. Much love to you and I wish you all the best.